Hey friends, in honor of Valentine's Day this week, I wanted to share an article I've been working on called The Secrets of Happily Single People. If you know me, you know that I'm a big fan of celebrations and ceremonies, but I'm most definitely not a fan of commercial holidays. And Valentine's Day is pretty much at the top of that list. It's just a landmine, you know? So many ways to feel crappy. Are you in a relationship? Oh, you're not? Oh no, how sad. Oh, you are in a relationship? Well, did your honey bunny get it right? Did they get the right flowers, the right chocolates? Did they book the best restaurant? Did you get the perfect picture so you can post about it? Valentine's Day reinforces this toxic idea that love is the same thing as romantic partnership and romantic partnership is the cure for loneliness. Nothing could be further from the truth. And I really feel like we need to talk more about this collectively. The real cure for loneliness is connection. And connection actually has nothing to do with relationship status. So let's parse all of this apart and get into it, shall we? Let's talk about the secrets of happily single people. Happily single people have a number of key traits in common. One of the most profound is this. They know that it's our capacity for connection that defines how lonely versus fulfilled we feel inside of our lives, not our relationship status. Romantic partnership is not a cure for loneliness. When these wires get crossed, it's often because we're neglecting the deeper relationship that's right in front of us, our relationship with life itself, or put another way, our relationship with ourselves. My meditation teacher once said, if you really understood how connected everything is, you wouldn't think synchronicities are strange. Have you ever experienced this? You're thinking of someone and then they call, a word catches your attention and then you start to see it or hear it everywhere. A song with heavy personal meaning to you keeps showing up on the radio, at the grocery store, in office waiting rooms. It can feel like life is talking to us directly. Well, what if life is talking to us directly all the time? What if the real issue is that we're too preoccupied, distracted, or distressed to make ourselves available to take the call and engage in the conversation? Despite the insidious patriarchal messaging in every corner of our culture, it's not simply being in a relationship that makes or breaks us. It's the quality of our relationships in general that counts. And the most important one of all is the one we have with ourselves. If loneliness is about feeling disconnected, unknown, or unseen, Instead of looking to remedy this kind of pain exclusively by finding a romantic partner, we could get creative and explore the possibilities more generously. 
This begins by shifting into genuine curiosity and asking ourselves, what are examples from my own life experience when I felt connected or witnessed? What were those circumstances? What would it take to generate more of these positive interactions? Victoria Erickson wrote, Consider soulmates to also be, in the form of friends and animals, the wind, the tides, the plants, pieces of art, and the moon. Great love lives everywhere. Love, happiness, satisfaction, these depend on our willingness to open our hearts and live in new ways, ways which may run counter to the broader societal messaging. But more and more people are catching on. It's absolutely possible to be lonely in a partnership, and it's absolutely possible to be single and deeply happy. Let's take a closer look at what those who experience the latter have in common. Happily single people find fulfillment in a variety of places across the landscape of their lives. They aren't fixated on securing a lover. They fill their calendars with plans and events which are personally meaningful and exciting to them. They are constantly enriching themselves through learning, reading, traveling, asking questions, striking up conversations with strangers, trying new things, and expanding their own minds. Happily single people live with intentional abundance, meaning they choose to relate to life as a teacher. They don't regard their singleness as a deficit, personal failing, or punishment. They're not necessarily against the idea of romantic partnership. They're just not fixated on it and they don't give it the power to make them happy or miserable. They believe that if romantic partnership is meant to be on their path, it will happen. They trust life to bring them the experiences their souls most need in this lifetime, and they choose to live at peace with whatever shape that unfolding takes. Happily single people genuinely enjoy their own company. They aren't resolved or bitter. They are authentically happy to take themselves out for dinner, read a good book, watch a beautiful film, discover a new place, commune with nature, enjoy their own morning routine, cook something delicious, take up the whole bed, make choices on behalf of their true heart's desire, and not have to compromise or give anything up the way people in relationships are regularly required to do. Happily single people prioritize their joy. They are selfish in all the right ways, meaning they place their needs and ambitions at the heart of their life and give the lion's share of their time to meeting and actualizing these. They celebrate being able to pour so much of their own love, time, and attention into themselves and into the passion projects that matter most. Their love, time, and attention are not as diluted or fractured as people who are balancing their own needs alongside the needs of their partner. Happily single people prize connection over relationship status. As mentioned before, it's connection that heals loneliness, not being in a romantic partnership. There are many ways to experience deep, intimate connections inside of our lives. 
Happily single people have figured out what this equation looks like, and they are successful at nurturing it for themselves. Osho wrote, the capacity to be alone is the capacity to love. It may look paradoxical to you, but it's not. Ironically, the more we release the old negative programming and allow ourselves to be genuinely at peace and in love with our solitude, the more ease we experience in our lives. We can choose to forge all kinds of relationships with others from this place of fullness and self-satisfaction, where we have something to offer and nothing to lose. We can transcend the fear-based pain of scarcity and neediness. We can show up to our path with our cups overflowing and our faith in life securely established, walking with confidence in that unmistakable way that those who have chosen to befriend themselves beautifully demonstrate. Look for them. They're out there. <laughs>